Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. You're tuning in with me, your host, Anastasia Burtnick. And as always, it is such an honor to be here with all of you today. So on today's episode, I want to dive right in and talk about the shit show that can occur after something good happens in your life. So let me elaborate on this. Have you ever noticed that when something good happens, so maybe you're offered a new job or an opportunity presents itself, maybe you feel like you've been going really well in life and things have been good, or you get a new car, or just something good happens, and then all of a sudden, life throws a fit and it turns into a shit show. So you've been good, you've been good, things have been great, you've been feeling amazing, all this amazing stuff is happening, and then it's like, boom, Mack truck out of nowhere. You have fears come up, you have old beliefs come up, there's people in your life that maybe haven't been on your radar for a bit and they pop up, like it could be like exes or old issues with your parents or friends, or maybe your boss goes crazy, or you have a customer lash out on you in your job, or something happens. Something happens to take you out. Maybe that could also include like physical symptoms in your body, like a, a pain flare up, or maybe you have a klutzy moment and you fall down and you break your leg. And it feels like this huge shit show of a storm that comes in, swoops in, takes you out, and it's like it erases all of the good. And you are left standing there being like, what the fuck just happened? It was so good. Why does this happen to me every time? Every time I try to move forward, it's like life tries to take me five steps backwards. I don't get it. Why is this happening? I'm trying so hard to move through all of this. So what am I doing wrong? So here's the thing. You aren't doing anything wrong. And the reason that we can have these like shit shows come up after we grow in life is because every time we grow, every time a new opportunity comes to us or we embrace a new aspect of this paradigm we are shifting into, anything that still needs to be healed in order for us to fully embrace this next level comes up. It comes up to be healed. It doesn't come up to wreck your life. It comes up to be healed. Now, as time goes on, the way that these things come up is less intrusive. At least it feels that way. And you have the ability to navigate it better and quicker. 
And this is the beauty of doing work on yourself because as you continue to do healing work and belief work and shadow work and all of these different things, as you continue to do this, your ability to handle and rise above and ride out those shit shows gets stronger and stronger and stronger. You know, there are things that happen in my life today that had they happened one year ago, two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, it would have completely taken me out. There's similar layers of these patterns happening that are still coming up to be healed, but they don't take me out anymore. Especially within my physical body, that's a really great example. If I had stress, it would have taken me out for weeks, if not months. And now I can have a couple bad days here or there. You know, another good example from my own personal life is that this whole pandemic, all of 2020, had this happened four years ago, I don't know where I'd be. I was already in a state where I didn't want to live because I couldn't handle it. And it felt like life was crashing down around me. My depression was super high. My chronic pain was super high. I wasn't living my life. So had this happened four years ago, maybe I wouldn't be around anymore. I don't know, but I do know that I was able to handle things better today than I did back then because of the work I've done on myself. Now, it doesn't mean that it hasn't been hard. 2020, in many ways, it was, it killed me a bit. I mean, it killed, <laughs> killed me a bit. Um, I've had to deal with a lot of bullshit and harassment and judgment and anxiety and lack of access to services and having to learn how to speak my truth even more. And I'm grateful for all of it. Absolutely grateful for all of it. But I was able to handle all of it better despite the hardness of it because of the healing work I've done on myself. Now, when it comes to healing and growing, you know, every time you bring something new into your life that challenges the status quo of how you've been living, that is when these things come up. That's when life will take you out. That's when beliefs that no longer serve you are going to tell you that you're not worthy of it. You don't deserve it. You're a you're bad, you're a piece of shit, you're all of these things that all of this negative self-talk that goes through your head, it's going to be turned up. And again, this is coming up because it's asking you to heal it. Now, in these moments, we have choices. We can let ourselves get taken out. We can listen to these voices. We can beat ourselves up. We can take that progress that we made and return to the status quo of being who we are. But who we are in the status quo is not who we're meant to be, who we're growing into and who we are as a soul. So there is a, a distinction there. It's more that it's, it's more of who we are as an ego. And remember that the ego does not like change. The ego fears change because it fears death. 
And in our lifetime, we experience thousands of deaths. Some may be physical, some are emotional, some are mental, some are spiritual, but we are experiencing thousands of deaths. Each past version of us that we have grown out of and let go of, and, or we, and we should let go of, we should put those pieces of us to rest, those are all deaths. Those are all miniature funerals that we have experienced. And we need to honor those past parts of ourselves without clinging to them. Because when we cling to them, that's where that, that dissonance comes into our life because we cannot raise to that new level. We cannot grow. We cannot birth this new version of ourselves without letting go of who we used to be, without letting go of the things that used to serve us and no longer do, without letting go of the beliefs and patterns that are not only ours, but are also belonging to other people, such as our parents, such as society. So we have this responsibility to let go, to heal, and to grow. And again, we have the choice. So we can either let ourselves be taken out by all of this, remain in that status quo, remain in that feeling of keeping ourselves small, of beating ourselves up, of feeling not worthy, of feeling not enough, of feeling not loved, of trying to control everything and only causing ourselves more stress and more pain. Or we can turn around and say, I'm not going to do this anymore. And I am going to heal this. I am going to move through this. I am going to take that power back that I have been giving away. I'm going to lay those things to rest and embrace this new version of myself. And let me be very clear. Each choice you make is uncomfortable. Each choice you make, whether it is to stay where you are or to grow and heal, is highly uncomfortable. It is hard. There is struggle within it. There are lessons within it. But you have to choose which way you want to go. And understanding that both paths are equally hard for different reasons, which path do you want to take? Growing and releasing and accepting and healing. That is the hard or the effort that I would encourage you to embrace. You know, our souls bring things into our life for a reason. Now, as humans, life is not meant to be hard. Life is meant to be lived with ease. You can still have lessons and the feeling of hardship while feeling ease at the same time. But if that piece of ease is not there, it drags you down. So even though 
you may live your life with ease, you'll still experience lessons because that is part of our soul's evolutionary journey. We're meant to learn things. We are meant to grow, but we do not have to grow and learn lessons the hard way, but that is something that has been programmed into us to do things the hard way. And you will likely notice that if there are people in your life that you think everything comes easy to them, their programming, if you were to dig for it, is likely different. Where they don't have as strong a belief that things have to be learned the hard way or experienced the hard way or received or earned the hard way. So you are seeing the physical manifestation that things come easily to them. Now, this doesn't mean that they're better than you. It just means that there is a belief there that exists within you that needs to be shifted and changed. So you can learn lessons with ease. You can move through resistance and discomfort with ease. And when you are able to tap into that feeling of ease, life gets better. You don't get taken out in the same way that you used to. Things come to you easily. And remember that ease does not mean no effort. It does not mean no action. It means that it is in alignment with your soul, in alignment with spirit and of the highest vibration and the highest good. That is truly what ease means. Because you can't sit back and say, I want all of these things and I want them to come easily to me and then do absolutely nothing. It doesn't work that way. There has to be an exchange of energy. Whether that exchange of energy in your life is money, time, love, effort, there is some kind of energetic exchange. So if you want something in your life, you have to be willing to exchange energy for it. That is why you cannot sit and, and not take action on things and expect things to come to you. You must be willing to take action. You must be willing to go through some discomfort because even within ease, there is discomfort because you are shifting and changing yourself. And your ego, which loves the status quo, which fears death, because it, the, and the way that the ego fears death is both physical death, but also the death of the ego itself. The death, if you think of, if you think of the ego as like an, an entity, as part of you, it has its own vibration. It has its own consciousness. If you think about it that way, it's like this this part of you that is like a living being, except that this living being is in fact immortal, but it doesn't know that. So this, this ego, this living being 
It does not know that it's immortal. It thinks that it thinks that it can die. So anything that threatens the way the ego is, it acts as though it's going to die. So it does everything in its power to fight against that. But really what happens is as you grow and heal and shift and change, your ego realizes, oh, okay, well, actually I am, I think I am immortal and this is okay. I'm accepting this new change. Oh, look, I'm evolving with it. So your ego evolves with you. Your ego evolves with you. But it can't evolve with you if you listen to it. Because if you listen to your ego, if you give in to your ego, if you doubt yourself, if you second guess yourself, your ego is like, "Uh uh-huh, I'm just going to keep ruling the show the way I am. Fuck the world. Yeah. Yeehaw. So you want to be able to quiet your ego, listen to your soul to move through this. Now, again, the ego and all of these things that are being brought up to be healed are being brought up in, in, the, in perfect divine timing so that you can heal and clear them. You know, the beautiful thing about the work that I do with my clients, both in coaching and in healing, is that I get to see their evolution. And this is probably my favorite part. And I get to see the realizations come through. And I have had clients that I've worked with. And at the very beginning, we've started doing the coaching and the the healing. And I do this simultaneously because I believe that both exploring things and then pulling and releasing is very important. And it, it works best together. Now through that, I can see at the very beginning of of their journey, there are things that are coming up to be released. Sometimes they're surface layer. Sometimes they are in fact quite deep. But as we go along, the depth and the layers that are coming up, more and more is coming up and willing to be released. You know, one of my clients, she just purchased a new vehicle. And a whole bunch of old beliefs came up around her not being worthy, not deserving it. And there are some beliefs, and and she has had issues with feeling gratitude in her life. And we have done a lot of belief work, a lot of releasing around the resistance to feeling gratitude, to growth and change, releasing of old patterns that are both hers and and societal and ancestral and within her family. So we've done a lot of work on this. But her purchasing this vehicle for herself, which is she's never had a new vehicle before. This was a huge step in her life. And I'm so proud of her for it and so happy for her because that is a physical manifestation of you moving to the next level. Now, one amazing thing that finally came up that wasn't ready to come up before is that gratitude to her 
feels like someone above her, outside of her, is giving her a crumb and she's thanking them for it. And that's why she had so much trouble with gratitude. And now we have the ability to go in and release this. But we've been doing this work for months, but only now was that specific belief, that root ready to come to the surface. So things take time and they heal in layers. I can't tell you the exact reason why that belief did not get uncovered months ago. I can't tell you exactly why. But what I can tell you is that her soul, mixed with her ego, was not ready to uncover that specific belief. And it took this next level of growth to unlock it. And no matter where you are in life, you will experience these different shifts. You will experience these new layers of things that are coming up to be healed. And they will only come up when they are ready. And that may be because your ego is not ready to release it yet. It may be that it is so deeply buried, it's not recognizable yet. It could be that your your consciousness is not ready to have the awareness of whatever belief or feeling or trauma or experience is coming up. So our souls bring things up when we are ready. And often those good events in our life are catalysts for this growth, for this change, for this healing. They are not only a byproduct of all of the growth that you have done, but they are a catalyst for more. Because you are raising your vibration. You are raising the frequency that your entire body and being operates at. And remember that we are energetic beings. Even in our physical form, we are energy. So by raising the frequency that we operate at, anything that is lower than that new frequency has to be brought up and shaken off. You know, it's like our it's like where we're crystals or stones in a rock tumbler. And each new layer that we are needing to heal, we have to go into that rock tumbler and vibrate all the old stuff off. And then this new layer, this new version of ourselves is birthed. And every time we grow, we need to go back in that rock tumbler and have everything vibrated off and taken off so that what is left is that new layer. So rather than pushing away or getting down on yourself when old beliefs come up, when life tries to take you out, when old patterns come up, look for the lessons. Look for the lessons that you are being shown. Look for the things that you are being asked to heal. And if you are 
struggling, if you don't know how to do this yourself, or you feel that you have a blind spot, even if you do know how to do this yourself, ask for help. I am a huge proponent for healing work. And even though I myself am an energy healer, I am a coach, I can walk myself through so many things, I still have a coach. I still go for healings because even as someone who is highly trained, I have blind spots when it comes to myself. And as much as I hate to admit it, my ego still gets in the way and it's like, mm, not. I don't want you to release that. Mm -mm. Let's just hold on to that a little bit longer. Maybe forever. Yeah. So I have to have help bypassing my ego. Now, I don't always need it. There's a lot that I move through on my own. And I get better and better at this each time I grow each time something comes up for me to heal. So again, what used to fully take me out, now I might feel off for a couple hours, maybe a couple days if it's like something really heavy. But I move through it with a lot more ease. And I also recognize when I can't do it by myself. And sometimes I just need someone to witness whatever it is that's coming up for me and they don't necessarily need to fix it. And other times I do need the full energy healing, whether I go for a hands-on healing, whether I go for um, like theta healing, whatever I'm needing, I follow my intuition in that. So if you are struggling, if you don't know how to do this, or if you feel you're hitting a blind spot, get help. There is no shame in getting help. Every person needs help. That's just, that's part of being human. That's part of our soul's experiences. We're not supposed to do it alone. Yes, we have to do the work by ourselves because no one else can do the work for us, but we don't have to do it alone. We are meant to work in community, in partnership. There's a reason why we have soul contracts with people, why we are part of soul families. There's a reason why you're drawn to specific people or topics or all of these things because you are not meant to do everything alone. So ask for the help that you need, whether that is from me with theta healing or coaching or Reiki or integrated energy therapy, or if it's from someone else, it doesn't matter. But if you are needing help, get it. And you know, the more that you ask for help, the stronger you actually become. Because when you ask for help, what you are doing is the energetic burden you are carrying Part of that, whoever is helping you, they take it on and help release it. They don't keep it, but they take it on, reduce your burden, and help you release it. 
So if they're, if you're getting help from one other person, it's like 50, 50, if you have a community, a group, it, it spreads out even more and even more. And the beautiful thing about getting help, about working in community, working in partnership is the person that you are working with because, or the community that you are working with, you're drawn to them for a reason. And it helps when you clear things, it helps other people clear things because chances are, especially in a community setting, if you are struggling with something, if you are going through something, chances are somebody else is too in a similar way. So by you allowing yourself to heal, by you being vulnerable, by you being open, you're helping others heal too. And when you are working in partnership with a coach, with a mentor, the reason that you are working with that mentor, as long as it feels aligned, is because your mentor has the soul wisdom and knowledge and experiences to help you through whatever is coming up for you. You know, I haven't worked with people who haven't had alignment with me, who haven't had things in common or those, those relatable points where I can turn around and say, I've been there, I fully understand. Because even though every single person's life is different, there are those shared experiences, there are those shared feelings. And you don't have to be identical but there's going, because of those shared points, those, those shared experiences, feelings, beliefs, et cetera, that is why you're going to be guided to certain mentors. Because when you go through that, your mentor is going to be able to bring you through it, hold your hand through it, be your guide. And that's why feeling good with your mentor, with your healer, with your teacher is so important. Because if something feels off to you, if you're like, I don't really vibe with this person, you don't want to be working with them. Because if you don't vibe, it's, it's because there's something missing. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad. Sometimes it does. Sometimes there's some funky stuff that goes on. But mostly it's because that person might be missing the key elements that you need in order to facilitate your healing. And remember that our souls are connected and are part of this divine intelligence. And what's so beautiful is we have things that are, are pre-planned and pre-mapped out in our life. And there is, of course, free will and choice. But because our souls are working with this divine intelligence and have access to it, I mean, just as we do in our human form, our soul knows who to send us to. Our soul knows who to connect us with. The opportunities to put in front of us. So trust whatever your soul is bringing to you. Trust the feelings that when you need help or are feeling stuck or can't move forward, that you get help again, whether it's from me or someone else. And even though it might feel hard, 
look at the shit shows that occur in your life as blessings and as gifts and as opportunities for you to grow and shift and heal and change and step into a newer, empowered version of yourself. And remember that this will happen over and over and over again. The only time that this process stops is when we transition back to spirit when we die from this physical life and transition back to spirit. And then there's a whole other whack load of things that we do in spirit itself. So it never actually ends. But for this physical existence, we are going to be shifting and growing and changing and experiencing and learning until the day that we die. And that is a beautiful thing. So if you are wanting help, I would be so, so happy to help you with whatever you need, whether it is healing, digging to the roots of beliefs, coaching, whatever it is, you can contact me on Instagram or Facebook. You can book sessions with me. Um, If you are in the Manitoba, Winnipeg area, I'm also offering in-person sessions for uh, Reiki, Integrated Energy integrated energy therapy and theta healing. And for anybody that is outside of Winnipeg and Manitoba, I offer all of that distance as well. And it is just as effective distance because energy knows no bounds. So send me a message, book through my website, and I am so here to support you in every way that you need. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I love you. You're so amazing. And I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.